You're listening to The Cage, the official podcast of the Maritimes Fantasy Football League. News and advice from our league for you. Greetings, people of the internet. It's episode two of The Cage. I'm your host, Tim Stevenson, here once again with Andrew Kelly. What up? What's going on, dude? Not much. Had a good week one. Do we have some stuff to talk about? There's a lot of stuff to talk do about. Have... It's fantasy football. Of do, course we do. Do we have some stuff to talk about? That, uh, I can't really imagine a more interesting week one. This in just so in. so many ways. Football is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This just in. The NFL is semi-appealing. Semi. Semi-appealing. Yeah. There might be a storyline or two. So we're going to jump right into things here. What jumps off the page from week one? Oh my goodness. What jumps know. off the page? Antonio Brown? Ant- Antonio Brown. I don't know. What can you say about him? He's just a stud. He is, he is the stud. He is the stud. The super stud of the NFL. Yeah. It's not, there should be an Antonio Brown handicap for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's not, it's not fair. Because he's, really, he's a cheat code. He is. At this point. I think his line, what was his line, 8 for 120-ish and 2? He just didn't even look like he was trying hard, though. He was really, he was warming himself I up don't understand. for the year. Josh Norman trying to talk trash to him. This might be one of the poor, most... Poor Josh Norman. <laughs> well, but, but that was the thing. They didn't even, he didn't even face him half the time because Josh Norman refuses to, he's one of those system he, DBs. Exactly, he's like, similar to Sherman. He just stays yeah. on the, the left side of the defense. Oh, you know what we'll do? Here's Antonio Brown yeah. on your much worse corner. Well, that's the, there was a play when Antonio actually like waved to Ben or the coaches and someone was like, no, I'm going over there. I'm, I'm going on the other side. And Why did you though? Brashad Breeland, was it? The other corner, I think? Anyway, he got abused. Is it Breeland? Or am I Breeland? Thinking? I, I forget. It doesn't matter. Mixed. I'm crossing wires. Um, AJ Green absolutely torching Revis Island. Revis Island is no more. It's not a thing. It is not. It it's has not sunk. A thing. It there is. was it a, is a mild, tectonic kind of. It's sort of a peninsula. <laughs> like it's sticking out a little bit. But it has sunk into it's the. Not, it's not a clearly formed island. No, anymore. there's it, no question. He uh, AJ Green might be the second best wide receiver in the league this year, fantasy wise. He could be. I mean, we've got Odell. Well, he obviously, started the week, quieter week in the MFFL. Yeah, there it is. Blah First blah, time. blah 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 blah. <laughs> um, as the number, the one, number one player in fantasy. Overall. Overall. Yeah. 44 points. Just, was it 180 yards and two touchdowns, roughly? Absurd. It's funny we start talking about these two receivers because they're both owned by the same owner in our league, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Keepers for uh, for the Vikes. Shout out to the Vikes. First one Shout of the... Shout out to TC. And first one of the show. He won in week one, he correct? De- with those two, I would certainly hope he that got a big W. A, that would have been bad. He got a massive you. W. Uh, Sims scored a lot of points, though. Oh, he did, yeah. yeah. A big 240-206 win. But, so uh, the other the other kind of combo group of players that jumps off the page are the Saints players. These Saints players. Yeah. Who, el- who also, their owner, had a nice little week. Because he also had Willie Sneed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, welcome to the NFL, Willie Sneed. Yeah. Classically underrated all year. He's a second-year receiver. He had 1,000 yards last year. I don't and think he, I knew that. He was widely overlooked. Low touchdown. I think he only had two or three touchdowns. But just widely overlooked and underrated. Boy, and did he announce himself on Sunday. If that, Holy smokes. If that's even kind of what he's going to do for the rest of the year. If he does... 
That's a steal. 65% of that for anyone the rest with, of the year? Anyone with him on their roster is, is smiling right now. Do you? Here's here's the first question in the podcast. Do you trade him? Is he trade bait after a week like that? Do you try and suck someone in thinking it's that... Not gonna, it's not going to obviously be like that all year, but there's going to be... In that division, too, your only nice. real like stay-away matchup is the Panthers... Yeah, and and they don't have the number one cornerback to worry about. No, nope. if they did, Cooks would be getting that guy. So he's not facing anyone. There's tough. I think Fleener had a down week. But he did, only had one reception or something. One like reception that. for five or seven yards. Something, something bad like that. I think that'll bad. probably change. But they're gonna throw the ball a lot. So you're not selling high on Snead. So let me let me. Well, give okay, you it a, depends on what you'd offer me. So you need running back depth, and someone offers you Jeremy Langford. Ooh, that's a good. That's tough. Yeah, eh? that's a tough question. I think I, I think I stick with Snead for now. I'd yeah. have to see it another week, just because that offense. It's tough. who knows what you're going to get from the Bears' offense. Langford is the guy, but it's tough making those calls on week one for sure. Uh, another good call by us was uh, not to toot our own horn here. Let's but toot it. Toot 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 toot. Uh, Spencer Ware, who was not on a roster. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we, mentioned, we mentioned that last week, obviously. You, you, yeah, you toot your own heart because you called out Spencer Ware saying that he was one of your guys to watch for the weekend. He performed. I believe number one running back? He was. Or the, D'Angelo was number one. He was the number two running okay. back. Uh, in our league, he scored almost 36 points. I don't know. He, uh, he didn't rush for a whole lot of yards. I think a it was only. receiving yards. He had like 100 and. 50-ish receiving yards, something, 130, 150. Something silly, yeah. To go along with 60 or so well, rushing yards. He got, in, he got in the end zone, I believe. So Yeah, it just was a, uh, it was a very good name, a good game for Spencer Ware. You you liked him last week, so are you buying him as a whole? I mean, we've got the, obviously, the Jamal Charles is lingering over that situation. This, week, this, is a, this is a good week to kind of test it. He goes up against a good defense in right. Houston. So if he is able to show us something there... And he shows the Chiefs something. We're like, well, maybe we have to reevaluate our whole running back situation. Then he... obviously, obviously, Charles is going to get carries when he comes back. For sure, no, there's no doubt about that. Is Andy Reid the type of guy to do that though, to reevaluate the situation, so to speak? Because he's always been kind of that lead back guy, and Jamal obviously has been his guy the whole time in Kansas City. If he keeps up production like that, <sighs> tough to argue against. Right? You're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna. And if they and if they keep winning. Like, yeah, well, that's the key. Oh, my God, don't even talk about that win. Ooh, oh, poor Chargers fans. They, they earned it, and Oof. boy, did the Chargers blow it. They, uh, <laughs> poor Keenan Allen. It's a, good trans- it's a good transition <laughs> to Keenan Allen, you're right. <laughs> the poor man. If you're a Keenan Allen owner, we, uh, you know, deepest sympathies. That was that was one of the roughest things I watched all weekend. Like, seeing that grown man cry like that. Just non-contact. No, and you knew, you knew a- exactly what it was. The second it happened, you look at him, and they pull him on the card, and... There was no doubt. And he's crying on the card like that. <sighs> My heart broke. And everyone bought in, obviously, because of what he did last year. He, he those, played. He those played. First seven weeks, he was outstanding. The he played that, most yeah. of two quarters and was yeah. doing what everyone expected. He had six receptions six. for 63 yards yeah. in less than a half of football. Yep. He was doing it again. He would. So that what? That, Is he just <laughs> cursed? Pro, maybe. Is it witchcraft? Witchcraft, I won't go, but I don't. Maybe he's just. Uh, maybe his body's just not built for it. I don't I think, know. I think Some I'll, guys are like that. After seeing that, I'm a bit of a witchcraft believer. I think I, <laughs> that, uh, poor, that poor. That's guy. just some bad, bad luck. Uh, lots of other people look good in that game, though. Alex Smith. Alex Smith had a great game. He was. Does he have that? He game ended up every, as QB number three. Does of, he have that game every year, though? 
He he'll have a couple. He'll have a couple like that. We're not being. We're not going to be fooled by Alex Smith at this point of the game. I we? think. I think you can happily plug him in if if he as a QB two in a QB two QB league. You could happily plug him in at QB two every week almost. Yeah. You're looking at two twenty to two fifty yards. Plus, you're going to get your. 30 to 40 rushing yards. He scored on that, what was it, not a read option. I think yeah. it was like an option run or something he, in overtime the, to win yeah. the game. <laughs> he was pumped up. And I mean, they, but who wouldn't be? They just, that was a huge comeback. I think, I thought it was 17 points, and I think it was even more than that. I think it was 20 or 21. It was 21 down. to 3 at one point, but even in the fourth quarter, at the beginning of the fourth, uh, they were still down by three scores, I believe. What? I forget what Do the we, total amount was. Are we firing Mike McCoy at some point this season? If that keeps going... We got to fire. Him, he right? got. <laughs> what do they do then? <laughs> Let Ken Wizenheimer do it. <laughs> yes, oh the Wizenator. Um, he, he has a terrible winning percentage mm-hmm. as a head coach. Uh, other guys who looked good, real quick. Lions, Lions, and your Lions look great. My Lions. I don't know. You always. <laughs> I used to like the Lions until I played against the Lions last week in, in fantasy football. I know. I yeah. know. It's a hard... No, the Lions. I love the Lions. I wish I had more Lions. Matthew got... Stafford looking like a leader on that team. So good. The running backs. Both both are startable. Both produced. Both are absolutely startable. At worst, they're flexes. Yeah. You could argue that Amir might be sneaking into RB2 conversation. In a PPR league, there's no question Reddick is now. Definitely I mean, he, was, he was fourth right now in our PPR league among running backs. So um, Marvin Jones scored. Marvin Jones scored. That's what everyone... Tate had a bit of a down week, but yeah. uh, that'll, I think that'll probably go week to week depending on the opponent. Yeah, lots of catches, no yards. Ebron looked good. <laughs> Ebron did look good. Yeah, um, he got in the end zone. Finally touching some of that potential. Jeez. Stafford, top 10 quarterback this year? I think so. I think so, too. I think so. I really do. The way... Jim Bob Cooter, man. Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob. Gotta love that guy. Jeez. His stats with him as as a as his coordinator, he's completing something yeah. like 70% of his passes. And what did he throw last week? Did he throw any interceptions last week? I don't think Stafford did, no. So that would make no. it... And he threw three touchdowns? Uh, Ebron, Reddick, and Jones. Yep. Yeah. So that makes it now, I believe... 25 touchdowns to two interceptions since, since, Jim, Bob since Jim Bob took over as coordinator. I would, I would like to start a change.org petition to get Jim Caldwell fired and get <laughs> Jim Bob Cooter installed as the next Detroit Lions head coach. Well, let's not go too great. Like it's, it's good I'm, the way it is. I'm we Jim, can't, we can't I'm, mess with it. I'm a Caldwell hater. Shout out to Jim Caldwell. Shout out to Jim Caldwell. We don't hate you. Well, Tim does. But. I hate you, but... <laughs> um, another quick thing. Jameis Winston. Wow. Breaking onto the scene. Wow. I was a believer before that game. I'm even more. Of a he was definitely now. a big sleeper. Every everyone was like, uh, "Is he going to make that jump into the QB one situation?" Yeah, and uh, yeah, you he know did. what? And the the most important thing I saw in that game was he spread the ball around. Well, it, every, wa- it wasn't all Mike Evans. You know who I liked a lot? Who everybody slept on this uh, preseason? Vincent. Well, Vincent a bit too, okay. but both I guess both their secondary options. Him and Safarian Jenkins. If he's healthy. If he, has, if he has his head on straight too, he's got he's, he's got a, yeah. a little bit of a, an issue with him. But kind of off the field, but he can he can be a weapon. So talented, very yeah, very talented. super talented. Falcons perspective: Tevin Coleman, ninety five yards. I feel receiving. Very, I of, feel very great about that. Being a noted uh, Devonta Freeman Devonta hater, Freeman, I agree completely. Um, like we said, I think we said last week we both agreed we preferred the Coleman value, yeah, as opposed to where, the where it was with Freeman question. value, and it reared its head. And I think it's going to be like that right, all season. right away. 
Well, that's what they drafted. They drafted Tevin Coleman because they were like, "You are a better football player yeah. than Devontae Freeman." Yeah, I mean, Freeman was a pleasant surprise last year. Yeah. The touchdown production is completely unsustainable. He's not going to score that many touchdowns. Again also, this the Falcons year. just aren't going to be that good either. No, either. they're not. They're not. They got they're... beaten. At, they got beaten outright at home as favorites against the division opponent. They're a bit it's... of an enigma. Yeah, Bill Simmons says this a lot. Are we sure Matt Ryan's any good? I don't think he is. I think he might be the most accurate bad quarterback of all time. The most accurate bad quarterback. Well, his completion That's percentage so- is very, very good. Everything about him says that he should be a good quarterback. And then he gets on the field. He obviously has one of the best weapons in the NFL in Julio. Can but if, they don't win football can games. Can Julio had a strong-armed quarterback, though? Oh, no. Like, put him... Here's a, in Detroit? A, a little oh. side note transition yeah. is someone who now has relevance again... Now that he does have a strong armed quarterback, is Mike Wallace? Yeah, he was he was complaining how about he couldn't run essentially he couldn't run a nine because Teddy Bridgewater couldn't throw a ball to him. Great point. And now Joe Flacco hucked one up to him and he went and caught it. Produced right away. I don't know what you're going to get from him all season, but he's going to be running nines a lot this year, and Joe Flacco is going to keep like he's got maybe the strongest arm in the NFL. Oh, he's got cannon. Yeah, Yeah. the guy can fire it. So that's a little side note there. But yeah, Matt Ryan just. Just weird. I know. Like I said, he's very accurate in the mid-range game. Uh, he has one of the highest interception ratios in the red zone since he's come to the NFL. So bad. He's like a <clears throat> he's like a wet, soggy piece of bread. <laughs> like a piece of white uh, Wonder Bread just soaked in water. Just depressing. Like it's just nothing. Nothing about Matt Ryan excites me at all. I'll give you a quick shout out again here <sighs> too. Um, Jason Gamble. Not not to Jason Campbell, <laughs> but I do. We will shout out to Jason Campbell again. Hopefully he joins us someday on the Cage Podcast. That'd be great. CJ Anderson showed up as the Broncos running back. Big time. Big against time. a good defense. So maybe a great defense. He... Yeah. Oh, he, you can say a great defense, because that's a great defense. He came to play. He won't face a better defense, more than likely. All, maybe other, other than in practice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it. <laughs> KC could maybe be that good. I don't know. But. Uh, Melvin Gordon thinks otherwise, though. That's true. So, anyways. We put the over-under see, at 20 carries, and he had 20 carries last week, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And looked really good doing it. He I think he caught, really a few, caught a few passes out of the backfield. He looked... They they put in Booker. He fumbled on his very first carry, oh God, and then they're just like, they're like, we're going back to this bell, old bell cow situation. And yeah, no he question. looks like a bell cow that, right now. So that, that was that was the issue with Anderson is is he never really got that level of work, even even last year. Even when he was producing, he they didn't feed him the ball in volume, and it's pretty clear that this year he's going to get that volume. Like he's looking at if you know. I can't imagine a scenario where he doesn't get 15 carries in a game this year. And Trevor Simeon looked just good enough to make defenses respect him, I think. Yeah. And he looked okay. You know what he looked yeah. like? He looked like a kid from Northwestern. Yeah. He looked smart on the... There was a few times that game where he did some things that, was, that no person making his first career NFL start should have done. Super poised. Yeah. There, there was one play where the read was Demarius Thomas... On a slant, yeah, into the end zone. It was from about the ten or eight to ten yard line into the end zone for a touchdown. All right, he reads it, sees the safety, like immediately step up, and he was like, "No!" And he ran to the right and got the first down. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And then he had some amazing screen passes where he pump faked and 
throw around guys. I was like, he was he was efficient. He there's, was very there's obviously. No there's no point in owning him on your fantasy roster, not at this point. But what that does mean is that C.J. Anderson is, I think, going to be a beast. Well, that's the thing. You and can't, you're not going to see what happened to Todd Gurley happen to C.J. Anderson. And more importantly. I think it makes it still makes Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas, if healthy, playable. Yeah, they're certainly playable. Who do they? Have? They have the Colts this week. It, it, Thomas it, might not play, but you saw early on that they were trying to get the receivers involved in the game yeah. with the short screen passes, and what that's always a good sign. Virgil Green kind of popped up a little bit. He had four for twenty-eight. He's getting a lot of talk, but I don't know. You have to see a little more before. I don't think he's worth the roster spot right now. They didn't... Who's K-Bibbs? <laughs> Got a box score up here. I'm just wanting... We, we kind of talked about... Who's their third receiver? Uh, also fullbacks for the win. Uh, fullbacks for the win. <laughs> Andy Janovich. He's a black shirt. Nebraska kid. Shout out to... Shout out, shout out, out to, to Janovich. All fullbacks. <laughs> shout out to all fullbacks. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Fullback touchdown running. Also, you saw that inexperienced... Panthers corner just look the other way. Yeah, by him. Yeah, just not. My heart hurt a little bit on that one. Not a good look. Let's hit a few more games here before we jump to week two. Okay. Uh, Texans Bears. Texans looked fairly legit. Lamar Miller owners can be happy. They apparently were not lying about the fact that they're just going to feed him the ball. He led. He led the league in touches with I think twenty eight or. Rushing attempts with 28. He had 28 rushing attempts? I believe so. You're right. He had 28 rushing attempts. For 106 yards. Four catches. Which was... 32 touches. Yeah. So insane. Hopefully they... I'd like them to tone it down a little bit. Myself as a a Lamar Miller owner in several leagues. I do love seeing the usage like that, but So in the the You Like That segment last week... We had Brock Osweiler as a top five fantasy option, and he obviously didn't quite get there, but a good game, and what we saw from Will Fuller, I think, gives us hope that oh. they might have three legitimate threats in that offense now, in Miller, obviously Hopkins, and now Will Fuller. Yeah. Like, that offense has potential. It's week one, right? So they're, they're figuring themselves out. They're still getting their feet under them. They might be one of the better offenses by year's end. I'm, buying, I'm really, I'm really, not to, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I'm really looking forward to this Houston-Kansas City game this weekend. That'll be great. Should yeah, it should be a good one. Yeah, it should be. But no, I like I like where Osweiler City is trending up. Yeah. Bears, um, kind of a Bears-esque game. They looked good. Very Bears-esque. They looked very good early on, and then... They looked better than we thought. They I, I actually thought, and they had a chance, a few chances to get back into yeah. that game. Uh, their biggest problem, I felt, was on the offensive line. Yeah, Cutler was getting hit a lot within two seconds of snapping the ball. That's, like uh... a lot of clean looks, just and a lot of people hate on on the Cutlet, but five sacks they gave up. Yeah, but he he's a t- I think he's tougher than he lets on. He gets smoked a lot, and he just gets up with his kind of ho hum attitude, and he keeps playing. You know what? Alshon Jeffrey owners. It's, it's the diabetes. He it's the diabetes. <laughs> he doesn't quite know what's going on. He's 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 hazy when he gets up. So he has. has everyone knows he has a fantastic arm. <laughs> if he gets the time to sling it, he can sling it with the best of them. Um, Alshon Jeffrey owners should not be worried as long as his hamstrings hold up. Four for one hundred five. He's he made he made a couple of Alshon esque catches where he just went up and took the ball out. So he'll do that as long. Like I said, as long as his soft tissue stays. Yes. Yeah, 
<laughs> he has some oh, soft tissue issues. He but, has uh, some soft tissue. That's putting it lightly. Soft tissue issues. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Eddie Royal scored a touchdown in that he game. He did. Um, and he has a... He, I, I'd call him a sneaky PPR play. I'd think so. He's definitely rosterable. 100%. Yeah. Who else? Tennessee, Minnesota. Oh, Adrian Peter, Peterson owners. There was a point yeah. where he had 12 rushes for 20 yards. Oh my god! Is that Titans defense it, that good, it, or is it, it ended up worse than that? I believe. I think it was like nineteen for thirty something Ugh. when all was said and done. Derrick Henry really didn't get enough play in this game, unfortunately. Demarco Murray looked okay. Yeah, looked great receiving the ball. Yeah, he did. Yeah, had a couple catches, five catches, two receiving touchdowns. Well, you're not buying that, are you? No, <laughs> I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't be buying that. It was a weird game for Mariota. Tennessee should have won that game. Oh, they outplayed... Should have won it. The majority... There was a few plays where they just played very, very poorly, and that cost them the game. And that's football. You're at home against Sean Hill. You have to win that game. I understand that Minnesota obviously has a terrific defense. You can't say that... You can't even put the the running game for Minnesota into this equation because it was so horrible. 19 for 31 was the final line for Two defensive touchdowns. I don't know. Well, you're going to have to wait another... Besides Peterson... You can't start anyone on that Minnesota offense. What about Diggs? Diggs had that big game. Diggs went for a hundred yards. Are they gonna? But are Someone's they gonna? Are they it, gonna right? switch it up to Bradford though? I don't think that hurts Diggs if they do. I mean, Sean Hill is a. I'm not super confident about any Vikings aside from Adrian Peterson. Can they keep winning games and compete for a playoff spot with those quarterbacks this year? There's a very good test coming up on Sunday night. So. Sunday night. Couple guys in the league are going to be there. One guy in the league is going to be there. Yeah, TC's going TC to will uh, be there. Going to Minnesota, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'll probably see him on Sunday Night Football getting yeah. ejected and thrown out of the game. I'm sure. Tajay Sharp on the other side, uh, impressive, impressive. I think first he's, game. Would you call him a YR three now? I think he's got to be. Yeah. yeah, I mean seven for seventy six. He's he's a possession receiver. Shout out to UMass. Yeah, you a hundred and eleven receptions. You said to lead the nation. Lead the nation. Yeah, that's silly. Do we want to transition to week two? We can jump right in if you Let's like. Jump right into week two. Do you want to start? We should start with Thursday night's game. A little Thursday night preview, um, which will be tonight if you're listening to this on Thursday, yeah. which most people will be. Um, anyways, Sammy Watkins, um, big storyline. Pu, first of all, Pu. This game, no, this not Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Sorry, no, Sammy. If you have Sammy Watkins, play Sammy Watkins. If he plays. Uh, right now he's questionable with, I don't know what they've said specifically. A sore foot? A sore, I bet you, what I'm guessing is that he has a stress fracture. The weirdest quote, yeah, they referred to it as his foot was tired. Yeah, I'm gonna, it's, a, it's a stress, it's, it's I'm obviously. I'm sure he has some sort of stress, stress fracture, or maybe yeah. something like plantar fasciitis or something like it's that. Gotta, it's gotta be Where something. the tendon is kind of like yeah. loose on the, I mean, on the, the foot the and X, just very painful, but, uh, if he plays... You play him because yeah. of the way that A.J. Green just torched Darrell Revis. And he torched him last year, too, yeah. to the tune of something like 137 yards and 11 receptions right. in their final game against them last season. Um, other than that, the best play of the game, I believe, is the Jets' defense. Yeah. But Jets, you, you got to play Forte, don't you? And you're playing you, you, oh, you Marshall play, and Decker. You play them. Yeah. But I think the best play is the, is the Jets' defense. I think Marshall bounces back. You think? I think Marshall bounces back. I mean, he, uh, him and Fitzgerald had so much chemistry last year. He really, I think he caught two balls week one. And he had a bad like that. drop that kind of killed the momentum uh, in one drive. And 
I mean, I know it's on the road, but there's nothing really scary right now about that Bills team on either side of the ball. I will say this. The Bills have won five straight meetings with the Jets. Right. And covered five LaShawn, straight meetings. LaShawn looked good. LaShawn looked good. But that run defense. Tyrod looked terrible. Tyrod did look terrible. Which a lot is of people bought in. A lot him. of people buying it. As, he, as a low-end uh, QB1 even. Yeah. In a lot of, and, a de- was, and a definite QB2. Yeah. Yeah. He was fringe top 12 on a lot of uh, preseason rankings. And yeah, he did not look good. He <sighs> They had a... Well... The Bills, I think, had 160 yards of total offense. Yeah, and it was pretty much all the Sean McCoy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Who looked really good, by the way. So, yeah. They, um, they got him the ball out of the backfield, receiving I'm not. I wouldn't start uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick this week, despite mm, the... No uh, way. Not even in a no. QB, two QB league. No. Uh, so, you can still start Marshall and Decker and Forte. McCoy. McCoy would maybe be the only Bill you start. Unless... Other than Watkins. Um, unless Watkins yeah. plays. No, no Cordy Glenn for the Bills either, so that doesn't help. It's going to... No starting left tackle is always, it's not, it's <laughs> always not a, a very, bad situation. It's not a very exciting Thursday. That's why I like the yeah. Jets defense, who recorded an NFL-high seven sacks last week. Yeah, really. That's yeah. true. Forced a couple more fumbles, too. That looks good. So Cam Newton's uh, going to try and bounce back against the 49ers, who look like the 85 Bears, apparently, when you play the LA Rams oh. on Monday Night Football. I know that the Niners also beat... The Vikings to open the season on Monday Night Football last year. Right. But, jeez, the Rams looked bad. They looked so bad. Really? And you know what was so, worse? So, bad. The Niners also looked bad. I know. The Niners, look, they had four decent drives. 28 points they scored. Two of those drives, I think, were short fields, though, from turnovers. Yes. Yeah. But other there was a, there was a section, I saw a tweet this morning, where the game log was three... Three plays punt, three oh. plays punt, three plays punt, three plays punt, three plays punt. And it was for the majority of the second quarter, some of the first quarter, and leading into the third quarter. I, I soldiered through the first half of it. But I, I went to bed at halftime. I went game. to bed at halftime. Yeah, I yeah. just, like, no. Yeah. I woke up and saw that Carlos Hyde, there was a quick little note, Carlos Hyde looked okay. He looked uh, very good, yeah, actually. Against a strong run defense, yeah. so he's a good play going forward, it looks like. Another tough, 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 tough week, Here though. we go, we can just jump into that. Tough, yeah. He had a tough matchup last week with a very strong St. Louis front seven, if nothing else. Mm. And it gets tougher. Yeah. On the road against the Panthers on a short week after a Panthers loss. Where, do, would you start him as a flex? Would you I confi- would start him as an RB2. You, confidently as an RB2? Confidently after seeing that. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, look, it's not going to look the same way against the Panthers as it did the Rams. The yards per carry will probably be less. I doubt he's scoring two touchdowns. Is it uh, you're, you're, the, the blowout Vegas is predicting? Panthers uh, are 13 and a half, almost two touchdown wow. favorites. Wow. It should be. No, there's no reason why this shouldn't be. I mean, Blaine Gabbert, for all of his, he looked, he looked Monday night, he looked terrible. Like a guy who had a nice little game for them that you can, who should be rostered on most teams now, is Jeremy Curley. Yeah, Curley he showed looked, up. He, he looked to be the the number one target, and he could have had a much bigger game if Blaine. He was yeah. he was running a. Uh, a seam, like a, a goal, uh, a post kind of seam, like angled to the post. Yep. And Gabbard threw it over his head by about, like, 10 yards. And it was just like a, a line drive pass overthrew him by, like, 10 yards. Otherwise, he gets, like, a 47-yard touchdown. <laughs> he was wide open. Gabbard, just not that good at football. Oh, just Again, not that one, good one at football. Um, From a Panthers perspective... Um, Calvin Benjamin. So we dropped the ball on Calvin Benjamin. Also. Big time. Uh, I mean, the world did 
everyone bought into obviously the reports of of him, you know, being on a snap count yep. and not being quite ready. I think we have to believe now that now that we are back into football season, yeah. that you don't believe anything that the coaches say anymore. That's a fact. I think we kind of yeah. get so yeah. like crazed for information. information. Yeah. We're like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> he's not going to play it, and then we, and then the game's starting, and you're like, oh yeah, coaches lie to us. All the yeah. time. Specifically with him, oh yeah, he's 6'5", 240. He can looked run, incredible. He looked incredible. <sighs> he is not the reason the Panthers lost No, that game. no, it certainly wasn't. He yeah. looked, I don't know, he just, his very first catch, he was like running over the middle and he like floated in the air and caught the it's ball. It's such a, I mean, it's the whole wingspan argument. Like the, the target size is just so huge. Like and just, he apparently can catch now. That was his big thing in FSU he, where the hands yeah, were a little off. Even, even in his rookie year, he only caught uh, just over 50% of his targets. So uh, he wasn't, believe it or not, he actually was only around, I think he was just above 50 again. I think he had 11 targets. Ended up with six or seven catches, so he's still he's missing gonna, out. He's gonna, but he's going to get some unplayable balls that yeah. are considered targets. Too. Yeah, there's, that's Cam, true. It was clear that Cam was he was Cam's guy. Absolutely, there was no yeah. doubt in the in your mind. Like he is, he is. I call him. He is almost. Can you call him an RB one? Uh, no, an RB. Oh, wide, wide receiver, receiver one? one. It'd be low end at very best. low end. No, but he's. Would you you put him in the? 10 to 15 range yeah. the rest of the year, no matter what? I think so, yeah. I think I think, so. I think, I think he ranks 12th right now after week one. The scoring. way he looked and the way Cam was looking for him. That's, I mean, the touchdowns are the thing that's going to be there, right? Like, a lot of people said, oh, 10 touchdowns again, you know, not very likely. I would say that's very likely at this point. Yep. Cam Newton stopped getting hit so Stop much. letting him get hit. There was there was Jason. I was so fired up about that on Thursday night. <laughs> there were some there were some blasted. bad ones, and then there were some. I think there were some times before the getting hit in the head happened, um, where Cam was looking. They looked a little complacent. Oh yeah, that often in the yeah. start of the second half, yeah. they looked a little cocky and got a little complacent. And yeah, their second half was not um, not nearly as good as. There's no way they should have lost that game. Absolutely no reason they no. should lose that game. I mean, obviously the Gano kick ended up costing them. Yeah, but, but I, I think they, I, I, I think it should have not have come down to that kick. They outplayed Denver. They they <laughs> deserved to win that one. Um, obviously, though, as long as Cam is healthy, yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's primed. He, I think a lot of places have him as the number one quarterback this week. So. Yeah, he had 20 points in our league in week one against that Denver team. So Anything else you want to mention? Uh, Greg Olson, obviously, keep starting Greg Olson. Yeah. Jonathan Stewart's Jonathan's, a meh play this week. He looked, yeah, he looked kind of meh. Yeah. Anyways. He had an okay game against that defense. Let's jump to Cowboys-Redskins. Cowboys-Redskins. Zeke. Not I, super impressive. He also had a eh But game. I'm not, I'm not, I'm He's not. A, Buying that at all? You're not buying the. I, eh? you I think, think it's still. I think this is. Think it's coming. Superstar in the making. You think it's coming I, this week? It could be this week. The way that D'Angelo Williams ran all over those. It uh, could be one twenty plus and a touchdown. You think? I really do. Like he's. You think he they ran? Won't, you think they won't stack the box? I don't care if they stack don't the care? box. I don't. Because Dak kind of looked a little. I think Dak is good enough, and having Dez and even Cole Beasley. Shout out to Cole Beasley. He had eleven. Receptions? No, no targets. Eleven targets. He probably had seven. Seven receptions. Yeah, like seven for seventy or something in that but, range. Yeah, but he's never gonna. They're never gonna throw him the ball. Jason Witten is still a thing. I I'm buying Cowboy stock. You're buying Cowboy. I'm stock. buying Cowboy stock. That said, I think the Redskins obviously are gonna have a bounce back too because they looked horrible against Pittsburgh against the defense. That I think the the Redskins. Are the team that goes from first to worst this year? Really? I would have. I would not be shocked at all if they finished in last place. In the They've got, oh, I'm sorry. No, I apologize. 
the Eagles are still in that division. <laughs> Don't forget about the Eagles. Uh, I forgot. I forgot about the Eagles and their weird, weird situation. They're there. weird. Um, and we can't even say they looked good, obviously, because the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns don't count. I'm, um, I'm being seduced by Wentz. So a lot of people are. I'm being seduced. A lot of people I don't are. know. I don't a lot know. of people like. A lot of people thought he had a lot of poise and a lot of. I really command of the huddle, and he looked like an NFL quarterback. He, like he's I got know. that build, right? He's I got the build guy, and he kind of like those, those throws were pretty good. I know it's Cleveland, and you can't do that. You can't even let yourself do that. But I wouldn't. Who's their matchup this week? They're let's just jump right into them. Monday night. I, I think, think we covered Bears. Oh, that's all the way on Monday night. Yeah. Well, the Bears don't have a great defense. I think Carson Wentz looks good two weeks in a row. I think that I might going to be a thing. that might be a start them all game. Eagles Bears. Eagles start all your Eagles. Start all your Bears. I'm not benching anyone of value in that game. No. no. Cutler might even get some QB two consideration in that game. I think he's got to. Yeah. Kevin White didn't do much. I think he had three for thirty four something in that range. Zach Miller didn't do much, but the Eagles... but they did well. They were playing against. A, they're at home and they're playing. We're we're playing a much better yeah. defense. Yeah, this than is this is a different matchup for them. But like and like I said, Philly isn't going up against anything no. that looks too imposing. No. Not a whole lot. <laughs> not a whole lot to talk about in that matchup. Let's bounce back up into Sunday afternoon. Um, Bengals Steelers should be kind of fun to watch. I like it. I like that's a AJ Green versus Antonio Brown. That's what jumps off the page, obviously. With so that you start them, right? You start that. Well, is hold on. Is it PPR or standard? <laughs> Both. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't what? matter one bit. Uh, yeah, Dalton. Uh, Dalton looked okay. I I've been a Dalton fan my whole fantasy. I have life. not. I have been, and I've I've been the beneficiary of his. His good years at times, and I kind of underrated him, I think, a little bit, obviously, because of losing Marvin Jones and losing Sanu. Yeah. Um, but he managed to get production. They've got the two running backs there. He's still without Eifert. I don't think anything about the Steelers' defense, even though they looked good against the Redskins. Nothing about that scares me. Uh, I expect the... This is a better matchup for those Bengals running backs today. They, had, yeah. they both had pretty bad games. Yeah, they uh, did. They could have a nice little bounce back this week this week in what I expect to be... A uh, high-scoring game. Yeah, a little. I like the over in that matchup, forty-eight and a half. Just Big a little time. side uh, side note. Do there. you know which other matchup I like the over in? What uh, would be that? The, the the New Orleans Saints versus the New York Giants? The New Orleans Saints versus who cares? <laughs> I, I don't know if that's <laughs> because the last time they played it was a shootout, um, um, but not much has changed other than both offenses are now better. Both and both defenses are equally. The Giants not only worse. scored twenty points last week. That was against the. An okay Dallas defense, but it was on the road. Shout out to Victor Cruz. Yeah. I, I, a tear came to my eye a little yeah, bit when so uh, when he salsa. Did you there. saw the salsa? I don't know. I'm a huge Victor Cruz fan, and uh, yeah, it's nice to see guys like that have bounce backs. That's that's a start all your Giants, start start all your Saints, and you can even I'd even consider Victor Cruz as a flex spot. Yeah, definitely. Shepard looked good, obviously. Yep. Jennings was not great, but he got worse. Oh man, so. he looked effective at the end of that game, though. He yeah. he won them that game. It looked essentially. Yeah, he's. I don't know. From a fantasy perspective, he still doesn't excite yeah. me too, you, too I much. I think you can start him as a flex. Though. He's a starting running back in the NFL, so I think you can start him as a flex. Yes, you got to. Dolphins, Patriots. Um, oh, and sorry, one more thing. Yep. Uh, I think Colby Fleener does have a bit of a bounce back. There's gonna. There's obviously lots of mouths to feed in New Orleans, but I think I think he'll get his. Got, that's got to be his worst game of the year. Yep. Really, I mean, one catch. Just no one expected that. Obviously, they paid him in the offseason to catch footballs. Yep. 
He didn't do a whole he lot. He did not do that no. in week one. Um, uh, Dolphins, Patriots, you say? We didn't talk about Patriots, Cardinals, so we're going to rewind to week one review. <laughs> Biggest surprise of week one is the Patriots winning outright as nine-point underdogs in Arizona without... Let's start. Okay, Tom Brady's the obvious one. Let's get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski. I don't even care. You hear about that on the Sunday afternoon shows. They didn't have a starting left tackle. They didn't have a starting right tackle. They didn't have a starting right guard. They did not have their best running back in Deion Lewis. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> because this, the Arizona Cardinals were... You know, a hot ticket Super Bowl favorite going into this year. The offense, the defense. Oh, and like Bruce Arians. And it wasn't a thing that just was like, they're hot. They're not like the Jaguars who are like, they could be good. They were the NFC Championship last last year. They're a legitimate Super Bowl They were the only team to have a top five offense and a top ten defense, I think. Yeah, they're obviously a terrific football team. Yes, but Jimmy, 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 Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo. Good what? on him. Look, had some poise and uh, just did what he needed to do. A big shout out to uh, Josh McDaniels, I think. Yeah, I think he yeah. he called it up the way <laughs> he he was he was looking for Julian Edelman. Start Julian Edelman all the time because yeah. Julian Edelman is his boy that's, right now. That's running those, guy. running those um, the Chris Hogan touchdown, those drags over the middle. He, yeah. he was looking for him a lot, yeah. and that set up the Chris Hogan ch- touchdown. Yeah, Mitchell, even Mitchell got some looks. That is what I was most surprised about. I wasn't sure that Malcolm Mitchell was even going to play in that game. And to see him out there, and he had that one nice 27, 28-yard catch, I think. I think he finished with two for 40. But adding him into the mix with, with Edelman and Amendola and Hogan and Gronk coming back. Man. That all being said. Uh-oh. You throw some water on this right now? I think I'm going to throw some water on you oh, right now. Oh my god, let's hear I it. Think he's due, I think he's due for a little bit of a letdown this week. Jimmy? Jimmy. Not the Patriots in, in general, but this is like, you get this huge win in week one on the road, you're not supposed to win at all, the huge underdogs come back at home, and you play a Dolphins team that is, even though they lost, is coming off a very big high after yeah. winning, a, like playing a very, very good game on the road. Um they're going to be motivated, and the and the Dolphins, early in the season, the Dolphins seem to always play the Patriots very well. The problem, yes, absolutely, but that game is normally in Miami. That is true. We always play Miami. Our first game against Miami of the year is always at Miami because there's always issues with heat going down there. still really hot in September, and it's in New England. It's obviously a home game. The next three until Brady comes home. Our home games against the Dolphins, Bills, and Patriots and fans think hey, the NFL is against them. Come listen, on, listen, Roger. Listen, listen to me, Roger Goodell. You tried to do everything you could, and you failed. You failed horribly. I can't swear. I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to curse out Goodell. I would <laughs> privately, but uh, yeah, everything is stacked. Yeah, um, but no, good. I'd say um, Jimmy gets strong QB two consideration this week. You know the one big letdown, Martellus Bennett. I think that'll change. Didn't show up. Didn't get targeted a lot in his defense. And I guess when you've got weapons, in a way, all over the field like Jimmy did, not to say that any of them are great, but there's obviously a lot of options. I think I think that's the plan. I think the plan is to yeah. feed, like, Chris Hogan's worth a pickup in your league if you haven't picked him up, but you have to Deeper still... Deeper leagues. You have, to, you have to be watching that. Um, same with Mitchell. Like, yeah. But, Dynasty leagues, Mitchell shouldn't... 
be owned, uh, for sure. But the guy you're starting confidently every week until Gronk comes back is Julian it's Edelman. Julian Edelman at this point. Yep. Yeah, no question. But, and that's not to say I don't... I'm not saying the Patriots won't win this game. I just think it's not going to be... I see what you mean. It is, obviously, the roller coaster of emotion that, that Garoppolo would obviously be going through, getting that first big road win and then coming home... Facing what could be perceived as a lesser opponent. I, I, I get the, the letdown factor for sure. Okay. Let's talk about the game you like, Chiefs-Texans. Uh, this isn't a, probably not a great game for fantasy. No, it shouldn't be. But, but I mean, uh, there's, there's... Just in my general football fandom, yeah. I think it's going to be a nice old smash mouth yeah. kind of game. And two good defenses, two good, not great offenses. Yeah, that's, um, that's fair. They're middle of the pack-ish. But both the it should be low scoring probably. I think you Osweiler's questionable QB two. I would say I don't know. It's hard to say because Rivers at times looked good last week. Like I liked San Diego going into Kansas City as as a matchup last week, and I thought Rivers could still sling the ball around and, and, and he did productive, and he did. And obviously the Allen injury changed the, the complexion of that game completely. Yeah, they might not have lost that game if he hadn't gone I, You know what? I'm going to say that he is a QB2 yeah. in Osweiler. This week? I, yeah, definitely. I, there's too many weapons. I'm really I'm sinking my teeth into this Texans team. I, I think that... So you start Will Fuller with confidence this week? I'm starting... How could you not? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously automatic, yeah. start, automatic starts are... Are uh, Hopkins, Hopkins and yeah. Miller, and Hopkins is going to see Marcus Peters, so Fuller, Fuller will get whoever else. Spencer Ware an automatic start for the Chiefs this year, this week. I'm not buying Spencer Ware. You're not buying him. I'm not buying him. Okay, I don't know. He's you know, number he's, one overall waiver claim. In he, the- oh, without question. <laughs> and, and and I had a claim in for him, and everyone in every league that he was available had a claim in for him. There's no doubt about that. But yep. I don't. He's one of those guys. Maybe it's a bias I have. I just don't. I don't know that he's that good of a football player. I love saying this. He got volume, and he made the most of that volume. There's no question about that. You can't deny it. But So you don't like him this week? And no? I, don't, I don't think it's a bold statement to say, oh, he's not going to do what he did last week. Because nope. obviously... You Chargers know, don't have a great defense. Yeah, regression factors Plus, come, come yep. into play. But I'm going to... I'll put... I'll stamp something here. I'll put a projection out there that he goes 16 for... Sixty-five, no touchdown, and is less of a factor in the receiving game. Still, probably catches a few balls, but maybe you know two for fifteen or something like that. You know that puts him at around ten-ish points in a PPR league. A yep. little, little bit under that in a standard league. Doesn't well, do doesn't it's a tough matchup. Let's talk Titans Lions. Titans Lions. Yeah, that's a better one. Start all your lions. I, as much as we've been tooting their horn, I don't like the Titans defense. Obviously, did something right. They did. They made Adrian Peterson look bad, and yeah. I don't know if that's all Jarrell Casey, who's just kind of a, a beast. Yeah, home game for the Lions. I mean, the Titans are clearly better than we thought they were-ish. we got to remember I'm a little, I'm a little... That's a Sean, that was a Sean Hill-led Vikings team last yep. week, so yep. I don't think we can overact I'm a little, too much. I'm a little iffy on the running backs for the Lions. Not iffy. I think you can start them... As a low-end RB2, high-end flex, right. no question. I just don't think you're going to get the same production as you obviously did against the Colts. No, because the Colts are horrible. The Colts are horrible. Um, I But I love... If I had to play pick one, it'd probably be Riddick, because I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. Yeah. 
against the Titans. That and uh, you know, what love Marvin is? Jones, and I love Golden Tate this week. Too. Yeah, he should be better this week. That situation in the backfield, which also means I love Matthew Stafford. Yeah, always, pretty much, <laughs> unless they're playing Denver, Carolina. Yeah. The Lions are kind of mirroring the San Diego backfield. In a way, I see a yep. lot of parallels with the Reddick, Woodhead, Abdullah, Gordon yep. comparisons, and I think it's going to end up that way for the rest of the year. I think Reddick is going to do much of what Danny Woodhead does and has the potential to be a top ten running back in PBR. I think so. He really does. I, I would he was, not. He was top five in receptions sh- last year uh, from the running back position, and there's no reason after watching that week one to think that he's not going to be again. You, you could stamp that almost. I'm thinking I'm going to stamp it. Yeah, top ten. Top 10 running back in 2016? Yeah. It's not out of the question. It's crazy to think that. But again, Woodhead, as you mentioned last week, was fourth in our league last year. So these guys in PPR that catch 75-plus passes and can still get in the end zone, which he proved he can do, much like Woodhead gets those goal line touches, uh, I think it's going to happen. Titans. We said a little about the Titans before. Expect a little more out of Henry. Yeah, more out of Henry, less out of Murray. Less out of Murray. Mariota is a QB2. Yeah. And Tasha Sharp is a wide receiver three almost. I think he's got to be. Yeah. 11 targets. I don't see how you don't play him. No, I think think he's going to be a good play moving forward. That'll be a fun one to watch. Yep. All right, let's let's cheer, we'll cherry pick. We won't go through the rest of the games here. Ravens, Browns, you. Let's just cherry the Ravens D. Yeah, let's cherry, cherry pick players. I got to talk about Todd Gurley for a minute. I was considering benching Todd Gurley this week for Duke Johnson. <laughs> Is that crazy? Tell me. I'm going to sit in my fantasy psychi- on my fantasy psychiatrist couch right now, and I need you to explain to me why I shouldn't bench Todd Gurley. On well, I can give you all the all the regular sayings. Oh, he should be a top ten running back this year, and it's going to come eventually. Right. And, and I, I believe all that stuff, but I'm talking just as a week two play. Right now. Uh, Arian Foster looked good against the Seahawks defense. That's your best argument. But Arian Foster is in a competent offense. And this is the furthest thing. You call thing. the Dolphins? I guess Adam That Bruce. is a competent offense. Yeah, they've got a star wide receiver in Landry. You know, a decent number two. Okay, competent. Slightly below competent. Okay. I think they have a competent, below competent. They have a very competent person running that offense in Adam Gase. And when comparing them to the Rams, they yes. look competent. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just a big Ryan Tannehill hater. Sorry, Mox. It's okay. Mox is too. Mox hates the, Mox hates the Dolphins. <laughs> Tell me why I should start him over that's Duke the Johnson. Be- over Duke Johnson? Yeah, that's my, that's my um, dilemma. Because and don't smoke screen because we're playing each other this week. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Steer me in the right direction, Kaylee. Todd Gurley is the most talented running back in the NFL. I know that for a fact. You have to play him. Yeah. Yes. They're at home. They're at first game that in Los, helps. First game in Los Angeles in the Coliseum since 1994 for the Rams. I wish big big atmosphere there. I wish they'd start golf. As crazy as that sounds, they're gonna. They're gonna they can't, can't, he's not. He cannot be worse. I, and I understand not wanting to damage the psyche no, I of throw a, a in there. young player. The way how bad that offense looked. You how got, bad you got to give him a chance. Got to give and him if, a chance. And if they can't, he can't. If he's having an, an issue with whatever their system is, dumb it down. For I a am. Week. I am blaming the coaching staff. Don't give me. He shit. is not a bad. <laughs> Goff is not a bad quarterback. You There's, didn't pick him number one overall because he's a bad. quarterback. He is a supremely talented quarterback. I, I've watched a lot of Goff in college at Cal, and the kid's got a cannon. 
He makes great decisions. He's athletic. He can make all the throws. That's the cliche. I'm also a big Jeff Fisher hater, so... <laughs> so am I. Uh, As the Todd Gurley owner, so am I. No, ever since the Hard Knocks thing... I know I know, he had to kick out the, kick the guy off the team for yeah, bringing the girl. I, yeah. I got that. But for being for saying that's a 7-9 and nine move, no. Hiring Jeff Fisher that's is a 7-9 move. and nine move. Nothing move. stuck with me more in Hard Knocks so, than that. Jeff Fisher. Anyways, Another starting guy. this week, Seahawks... Run defense didn't look great. Yeah. Seahawks are not good this year. Russell's ankles now on everyone's They're, mind. Um, quick quick game. update. He, he did practice today. Mm. He said he's fine for Sunday. But maybe it's fine as in fine the same way as he played the rest of that game. Yeah, exactly. Like they, he, he That can offense looked, looked out of sorts. Yeah. Baldwin looked good. He was the one part that, you know, he still got Shout targets. out to Aaron. <sighs> Shout out to us for at least <laughs> bringing that up. <laughs> but yeah, Baldwin did look good for this week. Well, he if, if okay. he didn't get that one touchdown, it wouldn't have looked as, as, good. as good. All right, let's cher- cherry pick a few players here. So we've got all the Cardinals players. John Brown, big bounce back week this week, I, I predict. Um, David Johnson's really good at running he's with, very the, good. with the football. Uh, Carson Palmer, start start all your Cardinals yeah, again. Yeah. Bucks, Jameis Winston. Yeah, we all love J- Jameis Winston. You can start all your Bucks too. Yeah. Start all your bucks. Raiders, same thing. Start There's, all your Raiders. Yeah. Does I can't. Rick, Rickard is the guy. Is the handcuff to pick up? Not Washington, like everybody thought. Yeah, apparently. For but, one, but didn't he have three carries? Yeah, for eighty-seven yards. I one know. was a seventy-five-yard touchdown yeah, in well, his first career. That's what I mean, right? Like I, he got picked up in our league, and I was just I wasn't in a position to do it. But I, I feel uh, like that's Jaguars Chargers is a start all Jaguars. Yeah. And, and start Philly oh, Rivers. Absolutely. Um, TJ Yeldon might actually look T- like an okay TJ Yeldon, with, if, uh, especially if Chris Ivory doesn't play again. He just got out of the hospital. I um, can't imagine. Phillip Rivers for the Chargers. Both Chargers running backs. Yeah. You can start Travis Benjamin as a flex. Big time. Yep. Big time. I wouldn't touch Williams yet. No, the Terrell Williams. Yeah, take no. a, I'd take another week or two to look no. at that. Uh, does C.J. Anderson rush for over 125 yards? I thought you were going to say 125 million yards. <laughs> I was considering it. I wanted to go two bills, but I reined it back in for the for the just to give you a little bit of pause. If you, 125, 125 on the ground, I'll take over because the Colts look atrocious on defense. Like all you have to do is you pull up the Patriots game plans with Legarrette Blunt. Rinse and repeat. The Colts just look because C.J. Anderson atrocious. is twice the running back Legarrette Blunt is, and the Colts have still not fixed. Did their you see defense. what the Lions running backs did specifically the run defense? <laughs> are we sure Chuck Pagano is a good coach? No, we are I'm not, not sure. sure. I'm not sure at all. I'm fairly sure he's not. A I'm good fairly coach. sure Andrew Luck is still an awesome quarterback. That won't change. But I am yeah. un, like I am unsure that that he is not in the right situation, which is hard to believe because in the passing game there's a lot to work with there. Yeah. Like they've got a large red well, zone well, they're, they're doing the same thing they've always done though. It's the same issue Peyton Manning had. They don't have a defense again. Oh man. How do they not have a defense with Chuck Pagano as a defensive <laughs> coach running that football team? I don't I don't get the Colts. They're own too. They're own too, right? They're no. not beating the Broncos nope. in Denver. No, they're not. Not against that defense. Do you... Okay, of course you start Andrew Luck, but rank Andrew Luck in week two in terms of fantasy scoring. Is he in the top 15? Yes. I'd put him in the 12 to 15 range. 
I don't think he is. Ooh! Hot take! I like it! This week, just for this week, there, I do not think that he's top 15 in scoring a month. That's, that's how among, much you like the Broncos among quarterbacks. Huh? How could you not? No, they look awesome. How could you not? I mean, I know I know Cam had some measures of success last week, but... I'll, I'll, I'll temper... <sighs> I'll temper my... <laughs> hate <laughs> and i'll put them in the 12 to 15 range. okay that's fair we'll see how it plays out all right let's touch on packers vikings and sunday we'll, night or good we'll, one we'll wrap this up jordy nelson scored yep but it didn't feel like jordy nelson was back to didn't, me randall cobb didn't have a good game no and for all those guys who are high on jared cook this offseason it's still richard rogers absolutely um, and he looked okay he did actually. and i think aaron Rodgers likes him uh aaron Rodgers. Oh, here, here's the play. <laughs> All right, here. Do you, do you pick up Devontae Adams this week? He was picked up in our league. I know he was. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> but he made a very nice catch. He made a terrific catch. Yeah, he scored. Do you think he can make that step this year? Because we know what everyone else is on the Packers, essentially. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I think you... I think any... Especially I mean, Cobb or Nelson owners, he's you, worth. You he's, pick him up and stash him for he's worth, sure. He's worth adding. Yeah, I mean, I I bought into him as a talent last year, and I feel I still think, despite his struggles, that he is a talented receiver. I mean, physically gifted, can catch the football, inconsistent at times, did struggle a little bit with drops. Ah, that's an understatement. He struggled a lot with drops. a lot. Yes, but um, but yeah, as a speculative ad, you got to do it. Vikings, we talked about obviously in the week one review. Stefan Diggs is obviously still a pretty good play. Outside of that, you're obviously starting Peterson. There's, there's no question it. about that. Got oh, to think he bounces. How would you think about what you think about Eddie Lacy in week one? He looks fat again. <laughs> I thought he looked fat all preseason. Isn't that weird? I did, no, no, I couldn't. When people were like, "He lost all this weight," and I looked at him and I was like, "Where did he lose is it?" Is there a chance <laughs> that Instagram photo was photoshopped? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Did Eddie Lacy create a conspiracy <laughs> to sabotage fantasy owners I don't, like, by photoshopping a picture well, of himself? I know, because, but once the preseason started and they started playing games, I was like, he looks he the does, same. And, yeah, and he does what he did in pre Like, he had a very good preseason. He does that every year in the preseason, I find. He's he's good. I don't I don't know. To be determined on Eddie Lacy. Yep. RB2 for right now. Yeah, he's definitely an RB2. But to be determined, we kind of need to see. 14 carries, not a lot for Eddie Lacy in terms of, of use. That Jaguars defense looked... Are they for real? We like we talked about them a bit last still week. still like the Jags. I like the Jags. I really do like the Jags. They should have won that game. They, I think they deserved to... I think they might have outplayed the they Packers, but the Packers... played the Packers. But I think Aaron Rodgers won that game sort of thing. Bortles, who you mentioned last week, who you thought was going to be a better football player than a fantasy player? He this looked year. like a better football. He looked like a better football player. Yeah. Decision making was better. You know, there's there's a few throws that were errant. That you know what, Allen Robinson, Packers did an outstanding job on him for the first three and a half quarters, and he got all his. I think he ended with like six for seventy or something yeah. in that range. But he was shut down. He had one catch oh, nice. for most of that game. Nice. Uh... Nice first game of the season for Julius Thomas. Yeah. He has yeah. a bit of a ankle sprain, I believe, at the end of the game. But he looked athletic, and he given got the ball. Yeah. I think he ended up with six for 57 and a touchdown, which is was, I think, number two tight end. Tight ends had a bad week. Yeah, given how thin the tight end position looked, 
uh, he's a top ten. He's getting started pretty much in all all leagues, I would imagine. Not ours. You got him? Yeah. Who's your first? Greg Olson. Greg Olson, yeah. We're weird, though. Our <laughs> league is weird with tight ends. Our champion had three tight ends last year in started, starting lineup. Started three. As I mentioned last week, we have two flex positions that are running back, wide receiver, tight end. Um, so he decided to start two tight ends because he had... Three. Sorry, three, yeah. He had Gronk, Gronk Reed, Reed, and Burnage. And Burnage, yeah. Which is just silly. Three top five tight ends. Uh, we're going to end on that note. Any parting shots? Follow us on Twitter at Covers and at the Cage Podcast. At the Cage Podcast. We're also now available on iTunes. I downloaded us on iTunes and it was so cool. How cool is that? No, I thought it was sweet. So download us on iTunes. Yep, available and, on uh, iTunes, the Cage Podcast. Thanks for listening. Shout out to covers.com. Thanks. Covers. Really appreciate it. Covers. Future Bye. sponsor of the Cage Podcast. Future podcast <laughs> sponsor, absolutely. All right, until next week, good luck to me and bad luck to you. Oh yeah, we play each other we this week. We play each other this oh, week. Oh darn. Oh darn for me. Oh, my what? my one stat before we go, just for our our, oh, yes. our own our, our own league. This is good for us because you know what? This is probably fairly applicable to a lot of keeper leagues. Yep. You know, it's an interesting nugget. So lay it on us, so, especially since I am one to know, and you are all in one. Co- unfortunately, correct. Teams in the history of our league on Flea Flicker, which dates back to two thousand seven. Our league is a little older than that, as we previously mentioned. But yep. on Flea Flicker, where we have all our stats. Yep. If you start 2-0 mm-hmm. in our league, you make the playoffs 77.3% of the time. Those are terrific odds. Those are very good odds. Anywhere. If you go 0-2, which you're looking at in the face... I don't want to hear it. You make the playoffs 26.1% of the time. That's troubling. Yes. That's it's not troubling. undoable, but trouble. Troubling. I mean, uh, it's just... I can't do it. My psyche can't handle it. You can, you'll be okay at 1-1, Kaylee. You'll be okay. So Kaylee's going one and one. Until next week, it's been the Cage Podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening. We're out. Two and up. Oh.